do you, do you like what I did with that music there? Did did you like that? It's pretty cool, right? It's a little it a little feels a little more podcasty, doesn't it? Eh? Eh? Sets the vibes for the entire show. Then let me just ruin it by realizing I forgot a pin. Oh, hold on. There we go. Wow, what a whirlwind of podcast quality. Uh, welcome to Straight Talk Nursing School. I am the host, Tyler. And today we got a, ooh, we got a, lot, of ta- a lot to talk about. The, um, the point of Straight Talk Nursing School, if you're here for the first time, this is episode two. The point is not to talk about how to pass or how to get ahead or top ten things that you should do to pass X class. No, no. Let's put the brakes on. You got plenty of other places for that. Straight talk is about straight talk. <laughs> that was really lame, wasn't it? Uh, I just talk about what's going on in my program, and listeners write in and tell me about what's going on in their program, and we talk about that too. So just the all the bullshit. Everyone knows it. Nursing school is full of it, and uh, we get to have a little place to vent, or at least I do, and if uh, you can listen while you're on your commute or not studying when you should be, then hey, I'll do what I can. I'll do what I can. So let's talk about the top 10 things that I did wrong in episode one. Number 10, I didn't do the drinking game. I was so, I mentioned in like episode zero that um, I was going to do a, I was gonna drink something, even though I'm not a really big drinker. I don't, I don't drink alcohol. It's just not something that I've ever really been into, at least not on social occasions. I considered it, and uh, for this episode, considering it's uh, like what ten in the morning, eleven in the morning when I'm recording, I'm just finishing up my Kirkland Signature coffee from Costco with hazelnut coffee creamer. There you go. I did the drinking game. <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking, like, should I cut that out? Was that was that really necessary? <laughs> ah, I'm going to stick with it. Whatever. So what's going on with me? Physical assessments. That's kind of what we're still stuck on. And they're going actually pretty well. Uh, kind of knocking it out of the park. Our little, uh, our little group is doing a real good job. Um... I was kind of worried about physical assessment. I think I mentioned that in the last episode. And uh, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Trying to condense all this stuff into 30 minutes isn't going to be as big of a deal as I thought it was. Looking at the grading rubric at first, it looks like a ton of information, you know. But uh, whatever, it's not going to get that. I don't think it's going to be as bad as as it was. We were able to go through last week uh, everything up to the abdomen assessments, including the abdomen assessments, which is like head, starting from the heads, so, you know, head, eyes, ears, nose, throat, neck, spine, uh, cranial nerves, and respiratory sounds, cardiac sounds, abdomen, all that stuff. We were able to get through it in like 45 minutes on our first try, kind of going off of looking at the paper a lot you know using it as a guide but it was we just decided to spend our day or our couple hours that we're in the skills lab just going through it and actually just trying it out like hey let's start from the top let's do everything vitals the 
start as if we were doing the test, see how long it takes. And we were able to get everything up to abdomen in like 45 minutes on our first run. So with checking the paper a lot and every, like, I'm not that worried about it anymore. There's, we're still going to have to figure out where you can double up on our stuff and find out like, Oh, this that I need to do in this section, I could do right now. Cause I'm already kind of in that area or whatever, you know? So that's kind of nice. Why not start things off on a high note? Uh, Cause today I got a lot of not nice stuff dropped in on the plate and uh i'll I'll get to that in this episode (laughs) some other good news though because nursing school's not all bad guys there are some good days good things out there that happen we're not two days out anymore like i complained about in the last episode for our reading assignments and pre-recorded lectures or at least the reading so that's good they, I guess it ends up, uh, it ended up being professor specific. We have a number of professors that are doing certain lecture sets in this term, and uh, two of them that we didn't have any of their lectures until week three. They gave us almost a full week to get the pre the reading done. Granted, there was also a lot less reading for these two lectures than there was for the first ones, only somewhere in like the 60 to 75 page range, which is uh, still a lot, but not nearly in the 120 to 150 that we were seeing for each lecture set before for the first couple weeks. So I guess that's good. And the pre-recorded lectures were shorter too. They were only like 45 minutes. Um, One of them I think was 50. So compared to the hour and a half that we were getting on some of the other ones, I mean, it's kind of nice, I guess. On the flip side, we have a lot of other stuff to do now for our skills class. They kind of waited until week two, end of week two, start of week three, to drop all of the skills things that we need to know by week four. So we have a week to do in our group um, what we need to do, which... It's a lot. I'll get to it, but I guess it's nice that I have a full week. <laughs> we did have, so this is recording uh, after our first test, the big really crappy desk drum roll because the mic's attached to it, so it probably sounds really bad. I got a 94. I know. I know. Please. I'm sure you're clapping in your car for me right now. Just showering me with praise. Roses. You didn't fail. Congratulations. Throw them. It's not good enough. Okay. 94. That's 6% away from 100. We were this close, people. And I will not accept anything less than 100 from here on out. Now that I know that it's possible. I don't know where I was going with that. I thought it was going to be funnier. Now I'm thinking about it, it's kind of kind of rude. I don't mean to knock you if you did. <laughs> but no, it went good. It did. Um, it wasn't nearly as hard as I thought it was going to be. It wasn't nearly as hard as Alex thought it was going to be. Um, he got 100%, by the way. And if when I get him on this show, not an if, when I get Alex on this show, I'm going to talk to him about that because that was awesome. I was so proud of him. He got 100% on his first nursing school test. Are you kidding me? I hate you, Alex, but I'm proud of you too. 
if you are curious how we studied for that, um, we did a ton of practice questions. Two days before the test, Alex and I got together and we spent, it was like 2.30 to about 7 o'clock doing practice tests or practice questions from our book reading and stuff. It was, and that seemed to help a lot. Um, so the testing or the strategy that I was using to study for this test clearly worked, but I will note that Alex did a lot more in-depth reading than I did. Um, I skimmed the textbooks and then took didn't take notes on them. I just skimmed them and then took notes on the, um, on the lectures, the pre-recorded lectures and the live lectures, and then used that to go back through the learning guide, did the practice tests with him, and then used our guides that we have for each lecture set to go back to the reading and kind of use them as an outline to, if there was anything in the reading that I thought I needed to focus on, I did. And he read a lot more. He didn't memorize everything, but he did take notes on the whole chapter, and he read the whole chapter for every reading assignment. So that got him 100%, and it didn't get me 100% what I did. I don't know that I'm willing to read everything like he does still because, I mean, fuck, I shouldn't be complaining. It's a 90, like, I did set the bar pretty high. You know, I'm not super, I'm not upset about that at all. Um, but it is apparent that reading might get you a little bit more than I thought it would at first. We'll see with these next lecture sets. The The stuff that we're getting into is now it feels like real nursing stuff more so than how to think like a nurse and uh, the history of nursing and a little bit infection control was in the first test and that was kind of the most practical nursing stuff. But from here on out, it's like patient safety and uh, what's next? Patient safety, um, pain, and just... It feels like more real nursing stuff, you know? I... Oh, never mind. Evidence-based practice. Uh, practice. <laughs> I guess it'll be a little bit more nursing stuff. And I'm, I mean, yeah, evidence-based. But all of this stuff that I'm complaining about having to learn, because a lot of it's common sense, like critical thinking, it's, it is good to know. And we will need to know it. And I get it. I really, really get it. It's just hard when it doesn't feel like nursing, right? It's, I'm here to do nurse things, not read about Florence Nightingale, but I'm just nitpicking. I really am. I should just shut up and do the reading. Just do it. Commit to it. Discipline. Uh, but it's so hard. The test wasn't as hard as we thought it would be, though. So there's that. They might have been going easy on us because it was the first test, but... I guess we'll find out. Speaking of Alex, um, I forgot when we were doing our little study session there, our our practice test, I kind of forgot to mention to him about uh, this podcast. And so I don't want to bring that up over a text. I'd like to be able to explain it more in person because I know he listens to podcasts. And if he listens to this one, when I bring it up to him, he might go through and listen to the first couple episodes to see if he wants to be involved and if so hi alex how's it going buddy i i hope you're doing okay today after the uh drop of the amount of information i'm, I'm waving my hand right now by the way even though i know that no one can see it um hey hey buddy yeah hope you're doing well pal i'll see you this uh this next week 
But um, yeah, so the co-host cunt can hunt. Ooh, oh, I'd have to edit that out. <laughs> the co-host hunt continues. Fuck that. I'm not going to edit that out. It was an honest mistake. If you're listening with children, I'm sorry. But am I sorry? There's an explicit tag on this, isn't there? I got to move on. I can't keep getting caught up on every little thing that happens and then talking about it for 10 minutes. Like, that's not that's not a recipe for a fantastic podcast. An award-winning gold star podcast. That's not how this works, people. I need to go with the flow and move on to talk about this skills dump. I keep mentioning it, and uh, I'm a little nervous. It feels like a lot of information that they dumped on my plate with one week to get it done on top of everything else. Again, this is something I knew was coming. This is nursing school. This isn't this isn't baby's first day of intro to cell biology or whatever. We're in the shit now. And this, more than anything so far, has really felt like the shit has been... It's hit the fan. The hammer has fallen. Clink, clink, clink. Let's go to work. But it's a lot of work. Um, they told us in the orientation that our skills stuff wouldn't really be important until the first couple weeks in because we don't actually go to the skills lab to do the checkoff stuff until whenever our group is assigned. And for our group, it's week four, which is super nice. I'm not going to complain about that because um, what that means is with only 10 weeks in a term and only four clinical rotations, our group is going to do our skills and then our sims weeks four and five, meaning six, seven, eight, and nine will be our clinicals, and we can actually do the skills. There are other groups like Alex's that don't even start their skills lab until week five or six, or um, so they have clinical rotations before their skills lab where they're not going to be able to do anything because they haven't been checked off on any skills in the skills lab. They're just going to be shadows. Um, so for us, it's kind of nice because that means that when I actually go to clinicals, I'll be able to get hands on and do things with supervision that other students aren't able to do for all of their clinicals. That is really nice, but it means me getting out of my comfort zone a little bit because like I mentioned before, I'm really slow at picking up new uh, skills. I'm really slow at doing things on my own without someone directly over my shoulder. So I guess that that'll, I mean, that'll happen. I'll have a nurse with me. They're not going to let me do something that's going to hurt a patient, but it's still, I, I would have probably preferred to have had one or two clinical rotations where I get to just watch people do something before I have to demonstrate it because I've really benefited from that before. But hey, I gotta just fly at the seat of... Go with the flow. Go with the flow. It's gonna get interesting. It's gonna get very interesting. Our skills... I mean, it's another... It looks like another kind of straightforward... Um, how would you explain it? Like common sense stuff. All the skills that we have to learn for the first term. Uh, it's... Every time... Is this going to be a meme? You guys can't hear that. I know you can't. But somebody's horn just started honking down the road. And I 
I'm getting distracted way too easily for this. I promise, as a nurse, when there's beeping and there's noises happening, I won't get this distracted. I swear, it's that's a different situation. But when you're recording something and you're relying on high-quality, gold-standard, award-winning audio, that is not acceptable, okay? I'm sorry. I'm clearly not doing a very good job of what I said, what, five minutes ago? Oh, I gotta quit getting distracted and going off on tangents when I hear or see something or something happens. But <laughs> my show, deal with it. It's getting better. Our skills, a lot of them seem to be straightforward. It's stuff like uh, pulling out a Foley catheter. I guess that's not very straightforward. <laughs> that's a really bad example. Um, PPE, that's a better example. How to properly put on gloves and um sterile gloves versus surgical gloves versus um standard gloving um but then you go into the guides and it's like each one of these little skills that we're gonna have to do is it's got its own guide and it's got a ton of required reading and whatever it's like ppe sterile gloving oxygen therapy cath removal medication administration that's a big deal uh, what is it? telemetry placement and all of these things have skills guides that we have to go through and they have skills check off so you know you have to do hit these marks and make sure you're doing this but I'm sure that some of it's got to be pretty common sense or something that I've seen before like PPE so on paper face value it looks like a ton of information that I have to learn this week because next week is when I have to start doing it in skills labs. But I'm sure once I start looking at it, it'll kind of get more under control and feel a little bit more manageable. Once I really see like, okay, a lot of this stuff I can read and just know it's not going to require me to really study at least for some of it. Plus I've seen it before or done it as a CNA PPE oxygen therapy. I haven't done that, but I've seen it done. I've seen the nurses set everything up and whatever. Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I just keep telling myself that. But hey, I have an idea, faithful listeners, both of you. I have a new section of the show, and I'm going to get to that now. And I am so excited to be able to say that somebody actually wrote into the show so I can actually read other people's things. I'm so excited. I really, I really am. Um, if you're listening, which I hope you are, I hope I haven't scared you off, you're about to hear your email. I'm, I'm going to do what I think is going to work. I'm going to read the email. I'm going to talk about it. Sounds pretty good, right? <laughs> um. No, this is awesome. I really appreciate it. People writing in. It's so great. I'm not going to say this person's name because they asked me not to, which I completely understand because they got some spicy, they got some spicy little complaints in this email. But I hope that more people do this and that way I can have a whole section of each episode where I don't have to think of things to say. I can just read what other people say and then give my thoughts. So I have read this email through uh, once before. It's been a couple days ago now and I haven't taken notes on it or anything i don't think i want to do that that seems like too structured for this kind of sh this show is not about that it's about real off the cuff what do i think when i read this so let's get started let's give up this person a fake name how about david hasselhoff 
David Hasselhoff writes, Buckle up, because I have many complaints. First off, I started six weeks ago. We had our new student orientation on a Thursday evening over Zoom. Classes started the following Monday. Hey, that's familiar. It's exactly what we did. During the entire registration and acceptance process, I had multicolored hair, as in blue, purple, pink, etc. I applied way back in May and started at the end of August. At the orientation on Thursday, I get told that I must have naturally colored hair. That's, uh, I've, I've heard that before. That's how our program is, too. If, if we hadn't started, like, two weeks ago instead of six weeks, I would have been a little suspicious. I'm like, hey, is this someone that's in my program? Because this sounds really familiar so far. So the problem is not the hair. The problem is that in nearly five months that I had met in person with various administrative people, not once was I given a heads up that I'd need to change my hair. I assumed I would have to for clinicals, but since those don't start until January, holy shit, I didn't worry about it. In my student ID, I have purple hair. They tell me with basically three days notice over a weekend that I have to change my hair or I'll be kicked out of class. And if I miss more than one class, I fail. What the fuck? I just don't get why they wouldn't have told me that at some point during the admission process. That's the end of the first paragraph, and I completely fucking agree. What the hell? That is bullshit. I, I mean, there's no other way to put it. It's I, A lot of times with these nursing so far, I've tried to at least look at it from the nursing school's perspective, like with the pre-recorded lectures and everything, with COVID. I'm really trying to put myself into their shoes of they're trying to figure this shit out too as they go along, COVID-19 and all that. But this is something that, especially when you're meeting people in person for five months beforehand, you'd think they would have at least mentioned it. Um, the only thing I could see coming from their side and not to knock on you, it's still bullshit, 100%. Like, maybe they sent out a policy over the summer or something that, they here, here's all our policies, read them. Nobody reads all the policies, right? I mean, our school did the same thing. They sent out a giant list of policies. Read this, sign a piece of paper, and bring it to the first day of class. I read most of the ones that, most of them, like, if there's something that I can see is clearly what I'll have to do as a student, like, cell phone um, restrictions during clinicals or whatever. I I did read those, but I didn't read everything. So maybe they did that, but still, fuck that bullshit. I, I would I would sue them. That's the that's the proper course of action, I think, here. Moving on. Like most schools, mine is mostly online. We have an A&P lab on campus. I find out uh, somewhat annoying. Hold on. Like most schools, mine is mostly online. We have A&P lab on campus. I find out, somewhat annoying, that I'm paying the same tuition when most of my online stuff is pre-recorded lectures. The professors did it one time and just reposted. Then we get emails like, disregard whatever in the video, that was relevant last semester but not for this semester, or uh, this was labeled and taught wrong, do when they say anterior, they actually meant posterior. Like, what the fuck, can you just record a new three minute video so we can actually learn the right thing? Absolutely, fuck that, that's my opinion, fuck that. Um, it's, this is an interesting one though. I mean, you say that you don't start clinicals until January and, uh, I'm wondering if this is like a four-year program and they're including all your prereqs because like A&P lab on campus, I did A&P before I 
applied for the program and got accepted. And our program doesn't have any A&P classes. It's just kind of expected that you know it. So I'm wondering if this is like a four-year thing that the first year of it includes all your prereqs or, well, quote, prereqs, quote, unquote, they're included. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, I this is just all more COVID bullshit. It's these people, these professors, especially ones that have been around a long time, teaching a new dog, uh, an old dog, new tricks. I could be totally misreading that, reading it wrong or whatever, but they're um, – the amount of effort that it takes for some professors to record videos, especially they use the worst programs to record. Like our professors are using Zoom to record their lectures. I'm like, dude, could we not just teach these, get someone in the program that knows how to use uh, open OBS, like open broadcast software uh, or system, whatever it's called. OBS is a super simple desktop recording software it's free it's open source and it works really well and it gives way better quality than fucking zoom zoom sucks so at recording all there is always just shit quality for all of our pre-recorded lectures so yeah you would think that they would just record a new video to replace what's actually relevant for you but these it's so hard for these people to do it because it has it's technology and Oh, I would rather just stand in front of a of a whiteboard. Shit, I would too, but these people are getting paid big bucks. And they have master's degrees, probably, if they're a nursing professor, like a nurse educator. You would think they'd be able to record whatever. Fuck, fuck it. Moving on. My school uses syndavers, synthetic cadavers. That's pretty cool. We don't get that. They are supposed to replace them every three semesters or somewhere around there. Well, ours are much older and are literally falling apart. We are currently learning muscles, and they have to hold them in the right place, and when we study, we're told to make sure by checking the book that they're positioned correctly so that we don't learn it wrong. Why don't we have new ones like we should? Because somebody didn't order them on time. Again, same tuition for worn-out, crappy supplies. Agreed. Especially if this is, it's sounding more and more to me like a four-year thing or just a longer program because learning muscles was something that I did in A&P, which was a prereq class, so... If they're including it in your program, that tells me that it's a longer program. Or I'm just completely wrong, and I don't know what I'm talking about. You should email me back, uh, David Hasselhoff, and tell me, like, oh, no, you're, you're just an idiot. But, um, yeah, they should have new ones. Our school also had shitty cadavers. Um, well, synthetic cadavers. I might be thinking of something different. When you say that, I think of, like, a full body, like a full cadaver that you can pull apart. Um, but what we had was just specific cadavers, so synthetic ones not real ones uh we'd have just a torso with all the muscles of that we'd need to know basically from the uh knee up to the neck and it had kind of what it sounds like your yours have where you can pull the muscles out and they have to fit in there just right otherwise everything falls out it's like fucking jenga but um yeah they are shitty if they're the ones that we used they fucking suck and i really didn't like that I hope that they get you your new ones. It sounds like if they didn't order them on time, then they might be coming. So, hey, that's cool. Look forward to that. All of your books, um, moving on. All of my books came included with your tuition, with my tuition, which was nice. Except a bunch of them are online only, and they're all on different websites. I literally learned yesterday that I've been studying the wrong book for fundamentals because we have two books, but the ones I've been reading, falling asleep over. Yeah, hey, yeah, mutual here. 
is not even the book that she uses for tests. So I'm going to read that again since I kind of fucked it up and got distracted. I literally learned yesterday that I've been studying the wrong book for fundamentals because we have two books, but the one that I've been reading is not the book she uses for tests. Fuck. <laughs> that just sucks. The syllabus and assignments don't even tell you which book to use, just says chapter 5 or whatever. I was wondering why I didn't know what they were talking about, but assumed that I just missed something in the reading. Luckily, I did okay on my first exam, congratulations, but would have done much better if I studied the correct material. So much wasted time. You like that? The legal's in there for you? A little, little classic rock. That's right, people. I am so dedicated to your, to putting in really lame jokes into your complaint emails that I'm willing to take a copyright strike for it. And Don Henley is a guy that will absolutely go after me. Anyway, um, yeah, that is really shitty. I that's Now I'm getting weird mixed signals because here I was this whole email so far thinking like, oh, this has got to be anatomy and physiology. Uh, it's got to be a longer program like you're doing the prereqs still. But then you're saying, oh, we got fundamentals. I'm like, well, that's a nursing class. So I must really just not have any fucking clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> But um, that's really stupid. Why? That is complete bullshit. You are 100% justified in all of these complaints so far. I mean, I'm not, not that I'm going to pick apart if it's not a justified complaint. I might talk about it, but fuck, that's, this is really shitty. Got a, got a bit of a potty mouth in here. Sorry if you get your, your kids in the car. Um, yeah, the nice thing about that though, um, the books being included in your tuition. That's something I do want to mention. I wish that that was the case with our program because if you listened to the quarterly report episode, I spent like $1,000, a little more than that, on all of my books and supplies. Um, and actually, in that episode, I forgot to mention the scrubs that I bought for school that we had to buy. Those were like 75 bucks for two pairs. Um, but anyway, I'm getting distracted again. 850-ish somewhere in that range for uh, books. I have a scholarship that pays for my tuition. Um, I have a, my scholarship that I have, uh, they cover my tuition. And so if the textbooks had been included in the tuition cost, I wouldn't have had to pay for that, which would have been super nice. So if you can score some scholarships, that would be cool. Um, see if you can apply for any tuition-based scholarship and you can knock that... Uh, knock some of those books. It's just something that you can at least look at and say, hey, this is cool. Um, my prereq classes were like that, but uh, not the nursing classes, and I wish they were. All right, next next, uh, next up, fucking Canvas. Not sure if you use Canvas for the online school. I don't, but it's just where they post assignments, grades, etc. Uh, well, our A&P class has three separate places, and math now has two. One of the A&P classes on Canvas is just called Sign Up Center to sign up for open lab tutoring, meetings with the professor, etc., or so I thought. But actually, if you look under the correct tab, it has tons of stu study materials, practice quizzes, blank photos to label, extra resources, etc. I didn't even know this existed. Also, Canvas keeps telling me my to-do list still has stuff that I already completed way back from the first week. I feel like it should be able to determine that when something has been turned in and graded, it doesn't need to be on my to-do list. Yes, um, Canvas is one that I've heard. 
we don't use Canvas. We use Moodle, uh, which has got similar issues, I'm sure. We don't have the problem with the to-do list stuff. We do have a bunch of extra to-do list shit that Moodle gives you like a practice course. Uh, a practice course, every student gets it regardless of your tuition, or, uh, uh, degree, major, all that. They just give you this course that teaches you how to use Moodle. But it also gives you a bunch of other shit like, oh, here's how to properly manage your time and here's how to study for um, writing or here's how to here's some tests or uh, tips for writing essays, you know, shit like that. And even if you don't care about that because you don't need it, they still send you that to do list for all of the stuff from the uh, extra course that everyone has. It's just fucking stupid. So Canvas, I have heard other people complain about Canvas. Um, so you're not alone. <laughs> At least you can sleep easy knowing you are not the only one with these same bullshit issues. That's nice that they're giving you lots of practice quizzes and blank photos and stuff. Um, kind of annoying that they put it into three different places, especially for A&P. Uh, our classes are kind of in the same vein, but not really. We have a A, B, and uh, C portion of our classes, and each one of them has different places on that what would be your canvas. Um, so it's it's annoying. I'm just fucking dealing with it. They're not going to fix it. They're not going to change it. So whatever. Roll with the punches. It still sucks, though. Oh, that's it. So it says, feel free to split these up however you want for the show. Don't say their name, as I said. Uh, and then they say nice things. And I really appreciate it. I so appreciate it. I really do. Um, you do mention that you're listening on Amazon Music. David Hasselhoff is listening to Amazon Music and has recommended me to some friends. Oh, that's so great. Hello, friends. Um, but Amazon, I didn't expect people to use Amazon. I was kind of, when I posted this podcast on the different platforms it was amazon was one that i didn't even know they did podcasts so that's kind of cool that the one person that's wrote in so far or written in so far um has used the one that i didn't really expect to get used so ah, you learn something new thank you so much the hell was that thank you so much david hasselhoff for writing in i really appreciate it it's awesome it added a ton of content to the show this episode's going to be a lot longer than the other ones i think and uh keep writing in write in some good stuff too though um like i i do love the complaints and that's really that is the complaint podcast right but you can throw in some good stuff too and i'll, I'll shout it out I'll, when like what you said you got you did good you did okay on your first exam that's something to be celebrated and you should i hope you bought a burrito that day a really delicious medium pastor no tomate that's what i get every time and i will eat one for you today as a matter of fact for doing okay on your first exam, especially when you hadn't studied the right material. So, hey, that means you got a good brain. You got a good head on them shoulders. The thing that I forgot to mention was the hair. Um, I, I mentioned it in the response email to Mr. Hasselhoff. I just thought I should mention it here, too. Imagine having three days to change your hair color back from a not natural color to a natural color. So that's hard enough, right? To find someone that can do it well, I assume. I don't really know. I've never had hair that wasn't my natural color um but now add covid restrictions to it 
Ah, you didn't think about that, did you? COVID with all the, especially, I mean, hair salons, that's been in the news for months that hair salons are closed and stuff like that. So um, I'm glad you got it done because that would have been absolute horse shit if they had held you to that um, with three-day notice. But um, yeah, just something food, food for thought for the listeners. So thank you again for writing in. Not really, David Hasselhoff. You know who you are. Um, I tried my best to protect your identity. I think I did an okay job. And I really hope that uh, you guys enjoy the podcast. Enjoy, uh, Keep listening. Uh, hi to your friends and everyone else that's listening. I really appreciate it. I'm going to wrap this one up. It's been a little longer than the last one. Uh, I think it's going to probably be around this length more often if we keep getting people writing in. This is kind of the timeline that I was shooting for originally was like the 30 to 50 minute range, um, giving myself a huge spread because I don't know how long things are going to take to talk about. And even if I ramble, then sorry, but it's not going to (laughs) change. This has been Straight Talk Nursing School. I really appreciate you uh, if you made it this far for listening. And uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, write into the show. The email address is stalknursing at gmail.com. That's S-T-A-L-K nursing at gmail.com. And if you want, the complaint line is still available. Operators are standing by. That number to call to leave a voicemail with your complaint or praise or whatever is 860-578-8293. That's 860-578-8293. Call now. But yeah, I hope you guys are having a great time. We're a few weeks into the programs here. If you just started in the fall and just keep crushing it. I hope that you have a wonderful time in this fun and exciting nursing school journey. And I will see you on the next episode of Straight Talk Nursing School. I'm dragging out this intro ending because uh, I realized I forgot to say something. When I release this episode, I'm going to try to keep to like two a month maybe. Uh, Maybe three. Like every other week, I'm hoping. Because I'm going to have a lot to do. And I don't want to attach too soon of a timeline for these episodes to where I'm not able to actually get my work done. Uh, The podcast comes second, unfortunately, to what I need to get done for the program. I'm sure you guys already knew that, but just putting it out there to make sure. Thanks again for listening. Straight Talk Nursing School. Follow us on uh, iTunes, Amazon Music, not Spotify. We're not not there yet. Um, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and anywhere else that you might find podcasts. And if it's not there, email me. Let me know, and I'll see if I can get it up there. And... If you liked the show, here's the part where I have to uh, actually be like a host. Make sure you leave a five-star rating if you liked the show. I always dis... I never really liked it when podcast hosts asked you to leave five-star ratings. I kind of was like, hey, just leave what you think is appropriate. Like, if you didn't think it was worth five stars, don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to the people. But definitely leave a five-star rating on this podcast, whether or not you liked it. <laughs> no. I hope you guys have a good day. I'm, I'm dragging this out way too long. I just need to turn off my recording. Take care. Stay afloat. Crush your tests. And yeah, we'll see you when I have more bullshit to talk about. Take care. <laughs>